Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined this evening by a drummer of the new wave post-punk band, The Cutouts. They've been a band since 2003, and uh, he and they um, dropped an EP last year, um, last March, I believe. And um, he's been a friend of the show for a while, and I'm excited to talk to him about his... Uh, his passions are she, why he does what he does. So, Rabio, thank you for joining me tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, it's, it's my pleasure, yeah. Yeah, uh, I must say, man, I really uh, I appreciate uh, how much love and support you've given the show um, and breaking and entering over the years, man. It's most most definitely. How are you? How was your day today? Oh, today was pretty good. We ended up getting, uh, with my family today, we ended up getting the... Uh, the traditional uh, heart pizza um, from Rocky Rococo's. Mm. So, you know, living on the south side, I'd go to the one over by the airport, grab one of those for lunch. So, yeah, it was, it was quite enjoyable. That's haven't good. had one in a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had that pizza in like four or five years. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. I from what I remember, it's really good. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I... Um, Usually my go-to because I'm in River West, so usually my go-to is Wisconsin Pizza Authority. Okay, we were okay. I've heard of that. I, I want to go there really bad. Yeah, I, want, I really want to check it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's super good, really good. I um, like uh, I like Classic Slice a lot too, and then um, I'll go to uh, an old school uh, Italian place. Uh, if you've ever been there, uh, De Marini's. Oh, so that one's on my list. It's on my list. Like, my two favorite on the south side actually really yeah oh mm -hmm. awesome that's dope yeah i'm still kind of uh branching out in pizza in the city mm -hmm. like because i've always been like in the rivers river west east side area so you know sure. my go -tos have always kind of just been like ian's or jets oh, yeah. mm -hmm. you know which are good but i want something a little more authentic sometimes you know what i mean for sure yeah when this I, when this rona when this virus is over we should do that we should look we should go out for pizza man that'd be cool <laughs> what do you think i would love to do that yeah that sounds, like, that. that sounds like a great idea um, cool yeah man so so what we talk about mr nice guy we talk love and fear passion and creativity and so rabia we've been um you know we've been connected for a long time here uh, last couple of years in the music scene i saw the cutouts um that red bar that's what it's called isn't it that was i think that was the last time i saw you you know and i was yeah. i was actually sick i wonder if i had uh, i you know talked to friends and people around and it's i wonder if i had the virus back then because i was i was even sick for that set i was just feeling um just really shitty and i i didn't even that was one of those shows where i didn't even like have any drinks or anything i was just drinking pure water um nothing caffeinated or anything like that just to keep me going and uh uh whatever i think it was uh tylenol pm or whatever to keep me going you know <laughs> yeah man yeah that was and that was like around a year ago i want to mm -hmm. say it was around this yeah. time around a year ago yeah people have been saying that people have been saying like yeah i got like really really sick you know like mm -hmm. those winter months and it's like you wonder if like you know the virus has been here longer than we thought it was um, which is very, that could very likely be the case, but, um, but yeah, man, that was, yeah, that was last time, 
uh, we talked, yep. uh, did a little write up for breaking and entering. Um, I actually have it right here. Um, it's you're always the first one to make a move. Okay, perfect. And uh, the artwork here was done by a local dude and artist, uh, my buddy uh, Dan Hero. Uh, he did a mural in uh, West Allis um, this year. It's near the West Allis uh, Library, public library. Uh, so he did a rad mural there, but uh, he contributed with this with this um, this art right here, and uh, he let us use it. And uh, the back end here, I I kind of just graphically put something together, and uh, co you know collectively we we made the the uh, the artwork. So that's it right here. Very cool. Thank you yeah. for sharing. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk more about uh, the EP in a little bit, but first, um, so you're you're from uh, Milwaukee, right? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a, a South Side guy. Yep, basically um, lived on the East Side for a little while um, when I was going to UWM, short times, but always uh, lived by the uh, the the water tower uh, by Six and Howard, and I think they call that now because they, they you know Milwaukee's kind of in the neighborhoods with different names. So that was called the uh, town of Lake. Mm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure. So, um, Robbie, tell me, tell me when, um, you kind of started playing music. Like, I guess like what was the role it sort of played in your life when you were a kid? Well, basically I, I grew up listening to old, older music, older vintage fifties and sixties style music, um, kind of came up from my parents. My mom's been into a lot of like, I don't know, she likes a lot of like 60s and like older 50s style music. Same with my father. And then when I um, was going to school, when I was in my, what, like early, my early age, like 9, 10, I discovered um, Motley Crue and all that heavier hair metal shit music <laughs> from my, uh, my sister and brother. They were really into like Van Halen doc and all that like hair hair metal stuff so as i evolve and i i got older when i was like in my i want to say i was like 12 11 12 years old and i i started i got i was introduced to rap and uh punk punk music so that's uh that's kind of really uh been an influence my whole life but then i've evolved around just the different styles of music uh, you know the, the black you know the the music that the hip-hop which uh has so many different samples and I get into like soul music and different genres from there. And it's just, I don't know. I'm just, I just, I'm a huge uh, music buff. So yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. It goes, uh, cause all of it is so interconnected, you know, like mm -hmm. what inspires what and like, and we see more and more of that as music evolves, like there's more and more like blending of style and fusion right and yep. texture and, beautiful it's really cool to see you know a lot less um uh a lot less stratification um as time goes on with music um did you go to a lot of uh uh like local shows when you were like a teenager um i i did i actually uh, saw a lot of lo local shows um when i was a kid um and then basically when i was got into my um like early 20s um i was introduced uh, to the cactus club and started to go started going to shows there and i saw a lot of bands from the you know late uh, mid 90s 
play there. And um, that, that was when they had the old room. Uh, they had the, I think it was like the red carpeted walls and just a small stage off to the side. So we'd go there and see a lot of bands and uh, drink a lot of, uh, get intoxicated by a lot of Blatt's beer. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was one of the places where I started going to shows and um, the rave, obviously, because they had the all ages shows. And I think, uh, remember uh, as a kid going, uh, we were, I was probably 20 and we went to go see uh, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Oh, yeah. So, if you're familiar. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. They mm-hmm. have that one song that was in the end credits to Step Brothers. Yep. Um, yeah. That's that's the only song I know by them. But Okay. But so uh, when did you start playing yourself? Well, I, I, I started banging on my friend uh, Juan Avalos. He's a member of the uh, Size Fives. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yep. And uh, he's got another another project going on, um, but he he's active in the uh, the Milwaukee music scene as well. But um, he had a he was living at his uh, parents' place on Aldrich, right over in Bayview, and uh, yeah, just an old drum kit. And we used to just fuck around and play, uh, try to play like covers of songs. And uh, one of them was uh, "Talk Dirty to Me" by uh, by Poison. So he'd kind of beef it up and juice it up a little bit with some uh, punk rock power chords. And uh, the other one was uh, Scandals, Goodbye to You. So we kind of learned how, you know, we kind of played off that together and we never played shows. We just jammed together. And then uh, one day out of, uh, I decided to um, I actually bought a drum kit at Faust Drum Center, uh, which is actually uh, an apartment building just right off of KK. The building was torn down, um, but it's new, a newer um, apartment complex over in, in Bayview. So um, that, that was where I bought my first, it was just a really cheap ass um, Pearl Forum drum kit. And then about two, about a year later, um, I bought a uh, Pearl Deluxe, which I still have. Um, I've had it probably, I wanna say for about uh, almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say I've been playing for around like 20, 20 21 years. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> when you think about it crazy to say out loud you know Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um what was your like first like real band that uh you were in the the first real band i was ever in uh, we were called polydorus and it was just basically a emo emo band and uh just we played for fun we played for for beer never really you know we never really make any money so we just play for beer and uh super fast and uh um, old school punk and then uh just played local shows i think our first show was at um it was a house party and it was uh the, literally the day after thanksgiving mm-hmm. so there was a, it was just right right it was um right down the street from Wallskis. Oh, so yeah. uh, we played the show there at a um in a basement and there's a lot of you know a lot of weed and uh, a lot of drinking going on i'm not sure if we had, we had a a kegger or a half barrel back then but yeah so it was just uh, one of those one of those times you know one of those nights and um it was our my yeah our first real set you know playing in front of any anybody so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool mm-hmm. um yeah that's like right down the street for me <laughs> oh okay right on yeah wall skis yeah yeah mm-hmm. the, um okay so that was so that had to be yeah like uh early 2000s then yep Yep, indeed. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to say it was, it was probably 2002. And I, I, it was, this is crazy, but I think uh, my buddy had bought the, um, uh, Radiohead's Kid A back then. And I remember, you know, I, my wife is a huge Radiohead fan. And I remember back then I was kind of like, oh, you know, this, I just couldn't get into it. I was like, this is pretentious and just yeah. weird. But I, I remember, I, I believe that that week, um, Kid A had come out and he had just bought it uh, down the street at Atomic. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. I, I, I do love Radiohead a lot. Yeah, Kid A is a very um it's a very like metaphysically depressing record <laughs> but in a but in a really beautiful and elegant way um sure yeah. yeah yeah but i i know it's not everyone's cup of tea for sure it takes some it's got some layers to it they've grown on me over the years i'm not like overly a huge fan um but um i i, I prefer a lot of I like blur and i like uh, oasis and a lot of the older bread pop but my yeah my wife really kind of she's got me into them so I, I do enjoy a few songs by them so yeah right sure which, which is cool yeah yeah definitely um yeah so I guess um yeah the so the cutouts have been a band for going on 18 years now um you want to talk a little bit about just sort of how that band formed and sort of like the evolution of it if you will yeah, I mean, it was was basically for us um, collabor collaboratively getting more creative and uh, just getting better with our uh, our instruments and just learning how to just really play music, not really understanding it or, um, you know, like knowing it really that well, but um, building a chemistry and um, really playing shows um around the milwaukee area but getting to know bands and networking with bands before um the internet really took off so um that was that was kind of kind of a cool thing um i remember just really emailing people and uh myspace was introduced to us i think around 2004 so that's kind of where where things took off and we were able to network with bands from chicago and uh play play different places um in the midwest and um, find different bands from around the world and, and play shows with them. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just been a growing process really. And uh, just getting to evolve and uh, kind of hone our, our sound and, you know, just try different things really. Yeah, damn, yeah. Um, well, you guys have done something right to be uh, still out here uh, as a band for that long, you know? Yeah. I mean, for sure. I think it's, I mean, it, it was me, Joel, Eric, and then uh, Joel's brother, John, when we started. And John is no longer with the band, but um, we have a great uh, bass player, Tim Kowalski. And he's a, he's a younger guy in our band and just, uh, just a sweet soul. But uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just the love we have. It's like, it's like literally like brotherly love, you know? Yeah, yeah. You guys are super, super friendly and kind when we talk. Oh, thanks, so. man. Yeah, yeah course i mean you guys just you know uh this is what uh helps make the chaos of the world a little easier to bear for all of you guys and with that comes that yeah like you said that brethren you took like a hiatus for a bit didn't you or yeah we did i would say uh between the middle of 2006 
to the B uh, to the I think it was actually the day after Halloween, <laughs> if my memory is right. I can't believe I still have a good memory, but I think it was um, November first of um, two thousand and twelve. I had um, run into Joel. Uh, he was the assistant manager at the exclusive company over in Greenfield. And I was with my son. He was just a little, 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 little guy at the time. And I was just picking up some music and uh, I saw him over the counter and we had chatted and it was just like, oh my God, you know, good to see you. And it really, literally had been, you know, a while since we had seen each other because um, we had been, you know, just kind of doing our own different thing. So a, a six year window without really, um, connecting or, or being around each other and then they kind of just talked a little bit um, over the phone and text and stuff and uh, one day like the, yeah about a week or so later I just hit him up and I said you know um, let's jam and he's like you know I he, had, he told me he just listened to one of our songs and it still sounded really good so I was just like word let's let's do this shit so we ended up um, jamming in my basement and uh, next thing you know we Kind of all me and Eric and um, Joel had gotten together, and I would say probably for about seven months we had went with just without a bass player, just rehashing and and working on our old tunes and stuff, and just trying to work on new shit and you know stuff like that. And then my friend Malia uh, Chow, um, she's an awesome an awesome gal, but she's a she's a singer songwriter locally around the area. She was teaching ukulele lessons at my old job. Uh, for the park and rec department and she's like I know a guy I know this young guy named Tim and uh, you know you, you might want to give him a call because he plays bass and I, I know you guys are looking for a bass player um, I think I'd put that on on Facebook and she's like so you know give him a call so she gave giving me his number and uh, you know out of, out of nowhere he was kind of like yeah let's you know let's get together and jam so we did and I would say right after the first practice he kind of he fit in really well and he was just a super super nice sweet guy so um he's been been with us ever since which is phenomenal <laughs> you know that's awesome that's mm -hmm. great that's fantastic um shout out to him shout out to, shout out to tim mm -hmm. uh, word yep <laughs> yeah yeah um what what were you up to in like that extended when that six years or so uh um, when the cutouts were on a break, like what, what were you doing primarily? I, I had jammed with some friends, um, uh, Mark uh, and uh, Nick, a couple of my buddies and uh, Mark Mendegraw, he had a place, he was in a band called El Oso and he had a place um, over on the east side, just right off of Oakland, literally like around the corner from Pizza Man. So we were, we were, we were doing something and uh, was, uh, a little project we had um it was with him and nick Flavitt, and it was called ghost in the choir and it just it was a a summer thing where we just jammed out and nothing collectively really happened and i had gotten contacts from other bands um in the area but in chicago about jamming and playing and nothing nothing really ever surfaced just because of timing and uh my job schedule at that time i was working uh second shift monday through friday and uh, a lot of these cats were like, oh, can you practice at night? Can we do like a, a Monday night? Or so it was just really odd times and 
weekends were really hard for them because some of them were college kids too and they would study and and shit like that so a lot of that didn't happen so um in the meantime while that was all kind of unfolding and not really going anywhere um i tried to write and i i am still kind of uh, writing songs but it's collectively i don't it's just a little project that i have and um it was it's called red coat imagination mm, okay mm-hmm. yeah it's just a small project i have probably four or five songs um not really a good guitar player um but you know probably a better drummer than i am um playing guitar and writing songs but um some little things came together and uh yeah wrote a, a few songs on my own so <laughs> yeah there you go um, mm-hmm. are you still doing that at all um i i am writing but it's um i'd like to continue it but um you know, I'm hoping to do to do something in the future, and you know maybe collaborate with some some other other people. But it's it's been so hard, I think, with this coronavirus. And um, I've been trying to play with my friend uh, Patrick. Uh, he's got a project going on, and it's just been so hard because the time he had hit me up just to jam and just get together, um, my family had gotten <laughs> we had gotten the coronavirus. We have literally got sick, you know. So it was just oh fuck, what do I do now? And uh, we, you know, we weren't able to get together. And uh, I think right now um, the cutouts is, you know, that's the biggest thing for me. And, uh, you know, we'll just see where it goes. I I love just, you know, playing the guitar and messing around and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll get something in my head and it's like, oh my God, it just, it would be like maybe three or four lines of a song, of a song. You know, I'm like, oh, I got, I got to just write this down. And I'm really old school and I'm starting to use my phone. Um, just to take notes but I'm so old school that I'll have a pen sometimes with me and it'll be like oh my god here's this little piece of paper I still will carry around with me and I'll write it down if I'm either like on my break at work or just in my car or something you know driving um, and then I'll park you know if it's on my way to the store or whatever I still um, am able to do that which is kind of weird and awkward and funny but yeah (laughs) so yeah oh that's (laughs) I like that. That's that's adorable. <laughs> like I, I like how uh, you um, you know the the just the old school uh, um, concept of yeah, like writing things down. It's like yeah, we have this thing that you know we can keep all of that like in one place nowadays. And you kind of have like my dad went through the same transition. He didn't start texting until like you know two three years ago maybe. Okay, right on. Yeah, it's hell. Even getting this the Zoom thing together, it's like my wife is a big. She's she's kind of she's a a tech person and she's a librarian and stuff like that. So right away, it was like boom. She was able to you know get this work in here and uh, we got the Zoom on right away and uh, I was good to go. And now I actually have the um, the Zoom app. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's handy and it's not going anywhere. So no, nope. Yeah. For sure. Um, great. So uh, I'd love to talk a little bit about. Um, so you are always the one to make the first move, the EP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about like, um, kind of what you guys as the cutouts, um, kind of like envisioned for this project. Yeah. What was sort of like the the, the process behind planning it? Uh, the the writing process for us is probably different than a lot of bands. Um, somebody could come up with just that, you know, when you hear that too, well, that, that bass riff or that guitar lick, 
Um, so that's kind of basically how it happens for us. And, uh, uh, you know, with our chemistry as a band, um, that's how a lot of things work and, you know, play out, you know, for us. So I, I would say um, sometimes it would be one song. Literally, we have one track um, that is it's really it's a shorter song, but we had literally just wrote that song um, like the end of October and then recorded it um, at the end of November to um, release and have it ready to go. We were fortunate enough because Joel was able to write lyrics for it. Um, that was for uh, modern Cent our song Modern Century. It's the third track on the EP. And it was just like, boom, the shit just happened. Um, music just came together. Actually, um, Joel was sick, our, our singer guitar player. Um, he was sick the day me and Eric were just jamming out. We just did a little get together, like an hour practice in my basement. And we had the music down and literally like that, that night, Joel just came up with a guitar riff. It was like, boom. And uh, I want to say by the next practice, he had had some lyrics for it, but, you know, he didn't finish it right away, but he had had an idea right away, you know, brainstorming right in his head. It was just like, boom. So that worked out. Um, Home Sweet Hawaii was basically, um, that's the first track on the EP. And it was basically uh, something uh, Tim had, the, the bass player. And I, I had just kind of picked up a beat on it and we just kind of went from there. So it was basically from the drums. And uh, like I said, another one where Joel was able to just wrap his head around getting the guitar down and uh, putting some really sweet lyrics to it. And then uh, the, the fourth song on it is called Zombie Howl. And uh, that was a fairly newer track. And it was just basically off of Joel was, had a guitar riff one day and he was just he just messed around with it after a song. And I was like, play that. And he played it and I just kind of broke down a beat and uh, it went just literally right, right from there. It's just spiraled into a song. And then the other two tracks, uh, the second song is Awakening Hours. That's fairly older, an older song. Um, we kind of wrote that one, uh, you know, like I want to say probably in 2017, 2018. So we were playing it a lot at shows but we had never really recorded it because we didn't think it fit in with um, our first EP, you know, with the, the noise and melody. So we were kind of like, eh, you know, that one, let's just do four songs for uh, noise and melody. Um, Awakening Hours just won't work out. And it, you know, was was in, in the, the mix for the next, you know, the next batch of songs we had for that, the second EP, um, you know, in uh, 2020. Um, and then uh, Uno Mas is the closer. And that was just another one where we were just, we were just fucking around, like trying to, to write shit. And uh, that one took a little time, but uh, our keyboard player come up with some stuff. And a lot of people will say, man, Eric, Eric's keyboards on there. He just nailed it. It is phenomenal. It's like the best he's ever played. Um, so he's really grown into, you know, playing the keyboard as well and just it's just a really great tune oh, and it's aptly named because it's one more because the ep has one more track than <laughs> the last one and it's also the last track so yep uh well played my friends well played um good uh, yeah yeah where, where did the uh uh title come from um i was actually 
walking with my my son it was um it was a nice day and uh we were walking um the trail by sheridan park and if, if you've ever walked um ever went over there and walked there's like uh there's there's some benches where you can sit and there's uh the hill but then the lake you can see the lake and if you look um north you can see this the city skyline it's pretty much kind of like south shore park Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we were walking that day and we were just on that trail me and my son it's just really super nice day and he said you know dad let's just sit down and um, sit on this bench and when I, we were approaching and walking toward the bench I looked on the back and I was like it's like you're the first one to make a move and I was like oh my god that's kind of kind of cool you know someone's someone was getting into something there you know what I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, but then I just thought of it and I'm like oh my god that it sounds like it would be cool. So then I think we had practiced like a day or so afterwards. And it was, um, you know, I was just talking to the guys and I was like, what do you think about this for a, for a title? And they're like, oh, I like it. I like it a lot. So then we just kind of had it as you are, you know, you're the first one to make a move. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. really, no real super big meaning or anything like that, but it's just something I, I you know, saw and I was like, I think this would go good with it. I think it would go well. Um, you know, brought it to the guys and they were like, cool, let's, let's do this. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's, that's a power, that's a power move. Just finding a phrase, hearing a phrase and, uh, it just clicks like that. Um, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's, um, that's awesome. Uh, especially because naming things can be such a, like uh, shortcoming for so many people. <laughs> um, I know I've, struggled with naming things in the past too um but that's dope um yeah and it's a terrific ep you know it's like a lot of great old you know new wave and post-punk style like that you know that was popular in like you know the 80s when you guys were growing up Mm -hmm. like more of like a but meeting like more modern indie rock in some ways too right yep Mm -hmm. yeah so it's kind of like you know old meets new um and in like a, a neo you know a neo new wave, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm, I, um, I'm into totally digging new, checking out newer bands, and uh, like I, I know Joel, he had got me into like Proto Martyr, and I was a big fan of Viet Cong, which is uh, Preoccupation. So I really dug their, their two latest releases, which were really awesome, and um, so I, I really like a lot of that new, newer era post punk stuff. And uh, stylistically, I think, yeah, I think we were able to kind of hammer down and hunker down on, on getting, you know, some, some of that um, into the, into this CP, bringing it, that formula with it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Great. Um, so all this said, uh, what do you, what are you guys uh, working on now? Well, um, we haven't really gotten together in a while. I've been doing um, some videos on Facebook and um, just, just trying to stay fresh practicing, um, working on a, a lot of, uh, a lot of new, new stuff that I have in my head. I know Joel, I just talked to him, um, a couple of, actually a couple of days ago and he's writing some new, new stuff on the guitar. And, um, I'm hoping right, right now we haven't really done anything just because of the whole COVID and we both have kids and, um, granted the, you know, the three fourths of the band have, have gotten, you know, COVID or whatever, uh, we just are, you know, just trying to, to stay distance and, uh, you know, keep ourselves away and uh, don't really see see ourselves playing any 
any shows like in the next, you know, couple of months. Uh, I've seen people doing that right now. And it's kind of like, what's, what the point, what's the point. And a lot of clubs are some of the clubs and, you know, thinking West Dallas and, you know, somewhere are still open. And it's like, dude, what the, you know, kind of like, what the fuck, you know, yeah. but we're going to, we're going to wait on that. We were um, practicing for a while um, on my deck outside. And uh, that one's super sweet. Um, got a good uh, reception from the neighbors. Um, and, you know, we actually had the police called on us one time and it was during a fucking Packer game. So one of my neighbors was kind of pissed off, I'm sure. So we had a, a cop come and we had to, we basically didn't shut down. He was just kind of like, can you, can you kind of keep it down? Can you keep the noise down? And we're like, okay, you know, we get it. So we did, uh, you know, we kept it down and then, we you know, we stayed practicing for another like 45 minutes or whatever. But I think once, hopefully open once the weather gets a little nicer we'll do the same thing and uh, you know practice on the deck and uh, begin to write new songs and uh, I think the next time we record anything uh, we're gonna record more and it might take us a, a little bit longer time but I think uh, we're really gonna get our you know creative juices like flowing up here and uh, so I, I, I you know there's definitely a future it's just um, uh, Give it a little time, you know. So much momentum from a lot of groups and a lot of creatives just, you know, got hijacked last March. And, you know, some people have been uh, really, um, you know, kind of taking advantage of the quarantine to, like, really make something out of nothing. And I see there's still a lot of people dropping music. And mm -hmm. that's, that's been great. That's been keeping Alan and I busy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think that's really, really dope. Really cool. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and, you know, when it was warmer, like, you know, I know some people did some like little outdoor things, social distance outdoor shows. And oh, sure. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we're, we're hoping to do something like that. You know, uh, there was a, there's a uh, potential. There, I think there's a podcast um, show happening in Appleton that I was aware of. Um, they're going to have bands when it gets a little warmer. And I had mentioned uh, about doing something a little bit later in the uh, in the spring, and uh, I think they're cool cool with it. But uh, yeah, I'd like to do some of the, the outdoor stuff. It kind of um, yeah, it kind of you know this whole COVID shit was you know a really shitty thing for a lot of newer bands too. And I actually enjoyed a lot of some of the newer releases from some local bands last year too, which was really cool. And they were continue to write music and and do their thing, you know. Oh yeah, like DIY scene was, you know, like breeding such good bands, mm -hmm. artists here, like out here, like in River West, you know, like, mm -hmm. um, and I remember like the week before lockdown, um, uh, Ryan King hosted a like that day long show at Cactus Club. Yep, mm -hmm. um, and it had some of you know some of our favorite bands uh on that bill uh we had uh large print and yep so, some, some 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 of my uh ganau ganau was on ganau, yeah ganau was there um so was uh haunter and mm -hmm. apollo vermouth and yep. beach burial and uh snag was there like mm -hmm. uh, and that was one of the most like killer day slash nights of local Milwaukee music that I have ever experienced.
experienced. Um, and it was a week before, um, it was a, it was a week before everything shut down, you know? So like, I'm, I'm glad we got that in, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. glad we got to do that real quick, but damn, like we all wanted to do that and get something like that again. Like, you know, it's just like when you throw a good show like that, you just want to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I missed that. Um, I had to work. I actually had to work that night and I had actually talked to Chris, uh, it was either Chris or, um, Eric of Ganel. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna try, dude, I'm going to try to make it. And I, I just didn't. Um, and it was just work related. Um, another, but you're going back to Apollo Vermouth, um, Alyssa's other band, um, operations. Oh man. Now that release, that was my favorite of last year of 2020. It was just phenomenal. I, I, I love, I love that. Uh, that release is so good so so log good. museum yeah oh, my god just wonderful i love it mm-hmm. Beautiful. I'm, I'm still, still listening to it yep mm-hmm. yeah it uh that title is so perfect for like the kind of music that they play you know it's uh mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful stuff um and and shout out to ganau they're a band that i think more people need to know about like that's that's a really good project those guys they that new ep they dropped a couple months ago was really good i liked it mm-hmm. a lot very icy. Yep. yep yeah yeah um it, it, it's eric the bass player um is uh he's basically like a neighbor of mine he lives like just two blocks away i see him a lot um you know walking around in the neighborhood and stuff like that but yeah it just they just continue to keep writing and uh, just a, just a solid, you know, duo and um, just, yeah, love their music. Just really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to see all those guys on the other side. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Ravio, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Oh, uh, for sure. My pleasure again. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed it for sure. Um, mm-hmm. So as we're closing out here. Um, so, uh, my first question is, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? <laughs> yeah. It's actually, yeah. Um, probably uh, too much caffeine, mm. really. For real. I mean, if I, if I do drink caffeine or I'll go and get coffee on my lunch break, I'll, I'll just stay, like, um, buzzed up. Like, I'll have that uh, buzz going for, you know, until, like, 2 or 3 in the morning, you know? But uh, I, I don't know. I, I haven't really slept that well um, since this whole Corona and, you know, the whole, um, the, you know, just the whole the political scheme, you know, thing we're at landscape we were at before and just didn't sleep well. And um, I'm actually starting to sleep better now um, after having the coronavirus. And um, but I, I just um, I wasn't sleeping well for a little while. Um, just, you know, as everybody, you kind of worry about things and, uh, but I would definitely say, um, the coffee, uh, caffeine, keep me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'll get you for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what puts you to sleep? Actually, um, I haven't, I haven't done it in a while, but I did start doing it in the last two weeks was, is just a basic, um, really short, um, five minute meditation. Mm will get me just to sleep. I've, I've done a couple now. One is just a regular relaxing um, five-minute meditation on YouTube. It's a, a couple of Kiwis, a couple of guys from uh, New Zealand. 
Mm. And theirs is just really, um, really calming and relaxing. Um, kind of puts something through my, my body where I just feel like, okay, let's do this, you know, um, yeah. just let's go to sleep and, and get, get those full eight hours. But, um, so I'm, I'm going to start doing that more, I think for 2021, um, that's going to be my little late resolution is to do some more, uh, meditation and more often. That's a good, that's a good idea. That's, it's good for a lot of people right now, you know, like, you know, I think that some people are a little uh less um tense because um our uh because our abomination of a former president is not in office anymore mm -hmm. i think i'm sure that helps a little bit but there's still there's still a lot to do um a lot of people are still struggling financially right now a lot of people are very uh uncertain Mm -hmm. um, so I think that those calming meditations, um, you know, whether it's ASMR or whether it's a video, like, I think people should really uh, uh, invest in that right now. I think it's a great idea. It, it's just, it's just, you know, five minutes, just really short. And yeah, I just, I just feel, feel better doing it, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Well, Thanks again, dude. This is great. I, I love talking to you, man. You too. Yeah. Um, for everyone watching, uh, we're going to uh, be tagging the cutouts so you can check out their new EP. Um, they've got new stuff, uh, you know, yeah, right there. You're always the first one to make the move. First and the Noise and Melody, that's the... Two, the yeah. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Great. Um, yeah, listen to both those EPs and we'll be uh, keeping them on our radar for what's to come in the future. Um, in the meantime, stay warm, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, we'll see you next time.